People think I'm damaged goods. I'm worried about losing my job. Will I ever get a transplant? I want to see my children graduate from college. How can I afford this? I don't want to be a burden. I'm afraid. I'm overwhelmed with information. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever fall in love and get married. I just want to play with my friends. You're listening to Kidney Talk, streaming health, happiness, and hope to the renal community with your hosts, Lori Hartwell and Stephen First. It's the holidays. It's I the love holidays. it. It's the holidays. Thanksgiving is a time to be grateful, and I'm really excited about the show. Thankful. 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 That's grateful. where it came from. Yes, thankful. That's, mm-hmm. that's very true, Stephen. What, um, what is one of your most memorable Thanksgivings, or what do you like to do? At Thanksgiving. Well, I had lots of memorable Thanksgivings. Um, one time I, I dressed up as a pilgrim. A pilgrim? A pilgrim. For your, for, was, it a, was it a play? Was no, it... I just like to dress up as different people sometimes. Oh, okay, you know, in your and, house. In is, my is house. This a, is this a, is this my a wife dressed up thing? as Pocahontas. Okay. And we, you know. You shoot buffalo in the backyard? We do historical reenactments. Okay. Okay. And so you roast corn on the fire and do the whole traditional Thanksgiving feast? Actually, we use a microwave, but. (laughs) You know, know, one of my most memorable Thanksgivings is I volunteered at the Los Angeles Mission. And I would go down there and. Oh, how politically correct of you. Well, hey, you know, um, one way to be grateful is to go help others, and because there's always somebody worse off than you are. And down at the LA Mission, it was pretty incredible. I never seen so many positive people. They didn't have homes, but were so grateful to have a meal. And that really taught me something. So, you know, people listening out there, remember that. It can always be worse. That's true. You could burn the turkey and have no food for yourself. <laughs> oh, Stephen, um, I'm just not going to get through to you on this message. <laughs> Today, we're going to have a very special guest and a very dear friend of mine, Sarah Coleman, who's a renal dietitian, and she works as a DaVita's Nutrition Project Specialist. Um, she's in charge of the, all those great recipes you see on DaVita.com. And did she write a book, too? She did. She actually wrote a book. She co-authored a book. And do you know she the name of that book? It's it's cooking for uh, somebody. David. David. That's David. it. I love cooking for David. <laughs> I, I, you know, David and I are so close now that he has this cookbook. This cookbook is is a terrific resource for kidney patients. So when we come back, we'll be talking to Sarah Coleman, and she's going to give us some tips about how to make Thanksgiving a great day for all of us. A great, renal-friendly Thanksgiving day. You also forgot to ask me one thing. What did I forget to ask you? Something else about Thanksgiving. I used to love to watch the Twilight Zone marathon. Oh, yes. Well, don't you live in the Twilight Zone most of the time? That's it. When we come back, (laughs) we'll have more from the Twilight Zone. What's the secret ingredient for delicious yet healthier meals? Why, Mrs. Dash seasoning blends, of course. The 12 varieties of Mrs. Dash are all made up with a unique blend of 14 natural herbs and spices to make side dishes snap, potato pop, and dinner days unbelievable. And since Mrs. Dash has always been salt-free with no MSG, you can create great-tasting meals full of only one thing, mouth-watering flavor. Here's an easy-to-make healthy recipe idea. 
Coat some boneless chicken breast in a mixture of Parmesan cheese, breadcrumbs, and Mrs. Dash original blend. Saute in extra virgin olive oil until done. Then give a small squeeze of fresh lemon juice and serve over your favorite pasta. Doesn't that sound good? Well, for more information, visit MrsDash.com. Mrs. Dash, salt-free, flavorful. And happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We're here with a renal-friendly dietitian. She's friendly to kidney patients, you know, and, and she's friendly with food and everything. She's, You're just a friendly person, aren't you, Sarah? Well, I certainly try to be Stephen. Yeah. And, uh, and you try to be Stephen? I don't try no, to be Stephen. I'm going to be Stephen. No, no, You're going to be Sarah. Be Trust me, don't try to be Stephen. <laughs> and, and, you know, what I want to do, besides watching Twilight Zone Marathon, and I love to watch football on, on Thanksgiving, too, what's a good, renal-friendly, overall dinner? I know, is turkey healthy, first of all? Stephen, turkey is a, a great food uh, for any kidney patient to have, as well as um, anyone who's not on a special diet of any sort. And uh, it's a good source of protein, very tasty. And if you cook the whole bird, you have plenty of leftovers to do lots of fun things with afterwards. <laughs> I now, love to do fun things with a, leftovers. That's my favorite a, thing. Do you have to worry about sodium? I mean, you just don't add any sodium to the bird, correct? That's correct. Uh, there's a few things you need to know about the turkey. Is Most frozen turkeys are injected with a saline solution. It helps tenderize the bird. Really? And that's, it, I didn't know that. A lot of people don't, so you don't realize that you're eating a meat that you haven't added any sodium to, but it already has some sodium. One of the ways around that is, if at all possible, to go with a fresh turkey, and you can avoid that. If not, just realizing that there's already some sodium in the meat, that you don't have to add any additional to season the bird before you put it in the oven. Now, is that true for other meats like beef and stuff? It's true for certain meats. Um, you'll find it more in pork products, um, more so than beef. You do have to be careful, though. Um, for example, there's one particular uh, brand of turkey products, like turkey cutlets, and they've injected that as well. So you think you're buying fresh meat with around 30 milligrams of sodium per ounce, and you end up with injected meat with around 100 milligrams of sodium per oh, ounce. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that they're salting the meat before they freeze it. Is it it's a preservative. Is that how they look at it, the it, sodium? preservative as well as flavor enhancer and it helps the meat to look nice in the counter for a longer period of time longer shelf life one of the things that i'm always concerned about is how much can i cheat on thanksgiving day i think a lot of people listening are wondering what how much can i push the envelope what do i need to worry about the thing is you you can be creative about cheating, if you want to call it cheating. Um, the Outside way I, the lines. The way I like to, like to look at it is you have this, this basket, and you can fill it up so full throughout the day. So you could choose to fill it up with your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner. But on a special day like Thanksgiving, you know you're going to eat, be eating a double-sized meal um, for your, your main turkey dinner. So the thing is to... 
go lighter on your breakfast, lighter on your, your lunch or dinner. And then when you have that great holiday meal, you have more room in your basket so you can put more foods into it. Uh, and that way you help balance out. So let's, let's face it, if you're trying to keep your sodium intake at 2,000 milligrams a day, then go light on breakfast and light on your, your dinner and that main Thanksgiving meal, you can consume more of that sodium. Yeah, That's... you haven't seen the size of my basket, though. It's pretty big. <laughs> it's a pretty big basket. Uh, how big is your basket? Yeah, it's pretty big. And you know, the only thing, though, for people who are diabetics, which are a lot of kidney patients, uh, you know, it's not good to eat one big meal. I've always been told to eat small meals throughout the day. So I don't know how do you counteract that on Thanksgiving, your big meal day. Exactly. With Thanksgiving, you want to look at what's in the meal that is highest in carbohydrate that you consider your favorite items. So for example, some of the higher carbohydrate foods would be the, the stuffing, um, the desserts, um, if you have sweet potatoes or mashed potatoes, which by the way, you can leach those to remove some potassium. Um, and leaching is... Leaching it's is, not those blood-sucking mm, things, are they? Not at all. Leaching is putting, cutting up your potatoes, peel, peel them, cut them up, uh, small pieces, put them in 10 times more water than potatoes. So if you had uh, ten, one cup of potatoes, put it into 10 cups of water. Let it sit there for about two to four hours. What happens is a lot of the potassium in the potatoes will leach out into the water. So you're dialyzing the potatoes, basically. You so do you, do you get rid of uh, the other good nutrients, too, or just the mm -hmm. potassium? You do lose some of your water-soluble nutrients. So I don't recommend leaching every vegetable you eat because mm -hmm. then you, you're depleting your nutrients. But for that, to have that one extra serving or that one serving of a higher potassium food, mm -hmm. certainly take the potatoes and, and leach them. Now, can, can you leach Pop-Tarts? <laughs> right. And you know what I did uh, starting the last couple of years? My particular family is not, I mean, we like turkey, but we're not, we don't love turkey, you know? And so last year I made a standing rib roast. And, you know, that was just so wonderful. We just love it. And I'm going to do it again this year. I so, thought you were going to shoot turkeys out in the backyard and dress up as a Indian. But no, I'm going to dress you as a turkey and shoot you. <laughs> he didn't say he was going to eat that turkey. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but we, we really like that. We just put it on a rack and let it the mm -hmm. fat drip down, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, we really enjoyed that. Stephen, I think you've hit on something there that our audience could certainly consider. What, shooting Lori in the backyard? <laughs> <laughs> no, stepping outside of the traditional Thanksgiving meal. I know. We get tired of turkey, even though it's free. I love turkey. You know, they always give away in our local area, you know, you buy $50 worth of groceries, they give you a turkey. Right. They you know, want so you to so, take it here. It's so hard to pass <laughs> that free turkey up. Right. And you don't have to stick with turkey, just like you don't have to have pumpkin pie. You know, there's so you many great Foods. Cranberries. What about cranberries? Cranberries are so low potassium. Oh, wonderful. They're full of antioxidants. You know, we're finding that all these berries give us oh, antioxidant know, like power yeah. and, and just really have great plant chemicals that are good for us. And I think that's one thing that's often overlooked in the diet for kidney disease is that 
we have to cut out, cut out so many food groups. Are we really concentrating on what we can bring in that's going to make us feel nourished and, and make our bodies work better? So that's the great thing about berries of any sort. They're low in potassium and could certainly be included. Well, every time I go to a Thanksgiving feast, there always seems to be my weakness, cheese and crackers. I love cheese and crackers. You know, what are some appetizers that you can either bring with you or that you can eat to, so you're not famished mm-hmm. when you're getting ready to eat your Thanksgiving dinner? I know exactly what you're saying about the cheese, Lori. That's one of my weaknesses also. The thing about cheese is uh, taking a look at the type of cheese. So, for example, natural cheeses like natural cheddar cheese would be much lower in phosphorus and sodium compared to a processed cheese. So when you go to the grocery store, look at the difference. Is it processed or does it say natural in the package? The other thing is um, think about adding cream cheese to a small amount of a natural cheese. You can make a cheese ball or a cheese spread. Cheese, cream cheese is very low in phosphorus and potassium compared to other cheeses. Um, so this is another cheese you can incorporate. The same with brie cheese. Brie cheese tends to be fairly low in phosphorus compared Ooh, to others. I love brie cheese. <laughs> I, I really like that. And just a little bit goes a long way. So if you're making a cheese spread or a cheese ball, you know, think about adding a combination of cream cheese, a small amount of brie, and and then a small amount of natural cheese. Well, you have a great recipe. It's made with horseradish. Maybe you can just briefly tell us about that recipe, and we'll load it on our our website. So what's in it? What are some of the main ingredients? The horseradish um, spread is from Cooking for David. And I have to tell you a little story about this recipe. Dorothy was always looking for ways to uh, make David's holiday meals more exciting and, and, you know, to include some of his favorite foods. If Dorothy wore a negligee when she cooked, it would have been a lot more exciting. (laughs) Maybe to David. (laughs) And so one of the things Dorothy would do during the holidays is make a special treat. So she made this horseradish recipe based on the fact that David liked horseradish. Um, but she made it and put it out with all the other treats. The grandkids came over and they liked it so much that the dips she had prepared for them were left setting there, and the horseradish dip with the the um, Melba toast, the renal friendly horseradish up. dip. Right, she had was to grab. Hit. She had to grab some and put aside for David, so he would actually have his special treat left. Wow, this is making me hungry. And so when we come back, we're going to talk more about great renal friendly Thanksgiving foods and appetizers and desserts. And my favorite is soups. I love soups on Thanksgiving. And when we come back, more Thanksgiving. Do your turkey thing, you do. <laughs> Gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> All right, we'll work on that. Postman, here you go. Hmm, I won the million-dollar giveaway sweepstakes. Oh, I finally got my tax refund check. Oh, my God, I, I can't believe this. I got my order of Dairy Delicious! Oh, boy, milkshakes, creamy soup, cereal with milk, and pudding! (laughs) Why is Mr. Smith so excited about his Dairy Delicious? I have a hint. You see, Mr. Smith is on dialysis, and Dairy Delicious is real milk especially created for kidney patients. It has half the potassium and half the phosphorus of regular 2% milk, but it has 100% of the flavor. Perfect for people who love dairy products and need to keep their lab values normal and dietitians happy. And most of all, it's delicious. Thousands who have tried Dairy Delicious sing its praises. 
See what I mean? To order your own Dairy Delicious and possibly get as excited as Mr. Smith here, call one 877 That's one 432 4797 Or visit DairyDelicious.com. Dairy healthy, dairy good, dairy delicious. The milk that's made for you. When you think back about your high school years, one of the strongest memories people have is their prom. It's their one night to shine, one night to dance the night away, one night to ride in a stretch limo, one night to feel like a star. This January 14th, the Renal Support Network will hold its eighth annual premiere event, the Renal Teen Prom. This is the chance for teens to stop thinking about the needle sticks, the PD exchanges, and the constant meds they have to take. For one night, they celebrate their life with hundreds of other teen kidney patients, and the only prescription is, have the time of your life. So this January 14th, join us on the campus of prestigious Notre Dame High School in Sherman Oaks, California. The prom features live entertainment, arena-friendly dinner, dancing, limo rides, glamour photos, and Hollywood celebrities. And get this, it's absolutely free. To receive an invitation or make a donation to an Evening Among the Stars renal teen prom, visit rsnhope.org or call 818-543-0896. That's 818-543-0896. You've got the power to brighten someone's life. This is your chance to shine like the stars. So we're back. I was just basting my turkey. You it's were, coming out perfect, golden per- brown. I thought you were going to make a rib roast. I uh, that too. <laughs> I you know I don't stop at just turkey. You know one of the things I love I love soups and I'm very well known for my pumpkin soup. Now is that renal friendly? Unfortunately, pumpkin soup does have a higher potassium content compared to say. Um, of soup without the vegetable. Pumpkin itself is pretty high in potassium. Now you can do things like soak the pumpkin just like you would the sweet potatoes or the, the white potatoes and reduce the potassium. It depends on how much pumpkin is in the soup. For example, if you're making soup to serve four people, and there's one cup of pumpkin, it's equivalent to a fourth a cup per person. So in that case, it may not be too high in potassium. One of the keys, though, is portion control. You know, don't overdo well, don't it. Don't talk to portion. me about portion control. <laughs> it's all out the window on Thanksgiving. So I've made a substitute on the pumpkin soup recently. I, I've experimented, and I made a delicious, wonderful carrot ginger soup. What about that? There's only there's onions, carrots. That sounds good. Oh, it's it's so good. Onions and ginger. carrots, and vegetable broth because my wife is a vegan, mm-hmm. and and fresh ginger. It and sounds wonderful. wonderful, and the carrots are much lower in potassium compared to the the pumpkin. So you've actually done something that that I always encourage people to do: is look at um, the things that are good for you, or the things that are included in your meal plan, your diet, and use substitutions. Because if you can substitute a low for a high. 
uh, then you can actually create your own recipes, your own meals that are, are kidney-friendly for your diet. Yeah, I like kind of thick soups. Do you like that, Lori? I love soups. I like I like the thicker soups. I don't like, like, brothy soups. I like, mm-hmm. like a friend of ours, we went um, and visited a friend, and basically what he did is he cooked cauliflower mm-hmm. and put it in the blender and made a puree and put, you know, spices in it, and it was so good. It was like a cauliflower puree soup. And don't you feel like you're eating something healthy, something good for you? Right, it's more made substantial out of the fresh cauliflower. Too. And you mm-hmm. probably don't drink as much if it's more condensed. There's not as much fluid. Right, right. And I think you also have you think about you know you can add fresh herbs and and seasonings, you know things that that add flavors that you like. No, I know ginger is one of my favorite flavors. It, it is. It's it's uh, it's great. It's kind of like sweet, but it's great. And I like fresh ginger. You know, this powdered ginger stuff doesn't doesn't make do it for, it for me. you. No, powdered. Yeah. You Say, like real ginger, not powdered. Real ginger, ginger, the kind that looks like some kind of growth off of a, a cow in the market. <laughs> and you peel it and then you grate it up. You got to watch your fingers when you grate it and everything. Now, my favorite, Lori, yours too. Dessert. Dessert. Oh, Let's yeah. hit desserts. Desserts are er- everyone's favorite. <laughs> so with desserts, pumpkin pie, pecan pie, apple cream. cobbler, whipped cream. Yeah. Right. The thing about pumpkin and pecan, we have to watch the potassium again, and with pecan, the the phosphorus as well. But there's so many other great things you can do. For example, you can still have pumpkin pie, but consider making a pumpkin cheesecake instead because you use a limited amount of pumpkin and the cream cheese, again, is lower in potassium and phosphorus. What about butternut squash? Is that still mm-hmm. high in potassium? Butternut squash is one of the higher potassium squashes. Generally, when we think about winter squash, they're, they're higher potassium. Again, you can cut it up and, and leach some of the potassium out. Um, one of the winter squashes that's not high in potassium is um, the spaghetti squash. Well, now, what about jellos and you know whipped creams and other things that you Jello? Jello. You make Jello for Thanksgiving. I love Jello with apples and celery. Oh, stuff and, in it. Oh, like a Waldorf yeah, salad. Yeah, like jello. a Waldorf salad. Well, I thought you meant you're going to serve Jello as a dessert. Right. Nobody's <laughs> going to come to her house. For I know. A dessert. That reminds me of being at the hospital, sitting in there, waiting, haven't had anything to eat for a couple of weeks, and they give you a cup of Jello. Now, Jello <laughs> is great during the holidays, and you'll find a lot of um, cranberry relish type salads made with with Jello. And um, there's nothing wrong with that, but just be aware it still counts as fluid. So if you are, you know, trying to keep your fluids down, don't pig out on the Jello salad just because it's it's um, okay as far as phosphorus and and sodium and potassium. But you know, just keep the amount a normal size portion so that you don't get too much fluid. You know, another dish that I had at this friend's house, he made the cauliflower soup. He cut up carrots very finely you know he grated them and he put he squeezed an orange one orange juice i know orange we got to be careful about that right it is high in potassium the one juice of an orange and put raisins in it and just tossed it and it, oh i couldn't believe it i don't know about raisins what about raisins okay. raisins in small amounts think about it raisins are grapes which grapes are fine for for a kidney friendly diet but think about how many raisins you can get in your hand compared to grapes so you know the equivalent of about 10 to 15 grapes 
you know, 10 to 15 raisins. That's a, about a palmful. Not, a palmful. As long as you don't overdo it, you know, adding some raisins is, is perfectly so acceptable. Like the other thing that I do, uh, I don't know, I'm, you know, I'm on this new diet where I can't use artificial sweeteners at all, so I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm going to do this year. But I would take fresh cranberries and I would uh, put them in the blender and I would cut up an orange with the peel and everything mm-hmm. and put that in the uh, food processor and mix it together and I put I used to put Splenda in it but I'll have to think of something else what about mm-hmm. honey I could have a little bit of honey believe it or not mm-hmm. but that was it, so good is cranberry relish cranberry uh-huh. orange relish well the honey does you know it has some carbohydrates and and I think that's your main control with finding something to replace the sugar is still keeping the carbs low but you could also add cut up apple you know go for one of the sweeter varieties and chop up the apple to add some oh, sweetness Oh that's a great idea oh, Okay that is a wonderful idea because I know some people bake with applesauce now mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to fat or they use that. So now you also have a, a, a great recipe for like cranberry something bread or something? Actually, cranberry nut bread. And yes, you heard me say nut. You know, most people um, have been told to stay away from the nuts because they're high in potassium and phosphorus, which is true. But on this recipe, we look at it makes 10 nice-sized pieces of, of from the cranberry bread, and the recipe calls for a quarter of a cup of walnuts, so about a handful of walnuts, which are chopped up. And when we look at how much potassium comes from those walnuts, we're actually getting 15 milligrams per piece. So another thing so to think minimal. about is if you can get together with the person who's planning the recipes for your holiday meal... It's not that you have to totally cut out everything on the avoid list, but the thing is to think about how much is in the recipe, what kind of an effect would it have on your own blood levels. Well, I know when I went uh, to other people's house for Thanksgiving, I always made sure that I brought something that I could eat. And then I would talk to him ahead of time to say, you know, this is what I can have, and really had an open dialogue because it helped educate the people around me about my diet. And most people were very understanding. They weren't saying, oh, no, uh, we don't want you to come because your diet is too strict. They really wanted to work with us. I, and work with I think me. that's a great point, Lori, that they really do want to, to help you. And, you know, don't feel embarrassed or don't feel like you're putting people out. You know, share share recipes with them. Not only can you bring some of your favorite things, but you could share recipes or give them some of your recipe sources. And you could also uh, offer to make one of the main dishes. If you have some kidney-friendly recipes and you could, say, substitute, perhaps you could do something like instead of the sweet potatoes that they traditionally make, you could come up with, a leached sweet potato cooked with apples and and bring a much lower potassium dish and I'll bet everyone's still going to rave about it. That's a great idea. But, you know, it's funny because, you know, she says she always brings something. You know, she, the only thing she brought over to my house was Tupperware to take stuff home. <laughs> Stephen is a good cook, I have to say. He uh, is an excellent cook, and I don't think I need to bring anything when, you know, the food is wonderful and I love it. So I'll give you a compliment. There it is. Oh, that's, that's the last great. one this year. Well, that's great. And, well, 
Now, what about drinking alcohol? Uh, what what types of yeah, drinks? Yeah, Lori's always worried about <laughs> drinking and what she what? can drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm a well, real lush. Um, <laughs> there's a few things I I can tell you about alcohol. Um, the most important thing is to be sure that it doesn't interact with any of your medications. So first of all, ask your your doctor. You know, be sure you're not taking anything to where the alcohol would have an interaction and and ruin your day. That's the last thing you want. Um, Second of all, um, there are many types of alcohol that are fine for the diet. They're they're not too high in potassium or phosphorus or sodium. What about wine? White wine, wine, red wine? White wine, if you stick to one wine glass, you know, about a four to five ounce serving, um, that is acceptable. It is made from from fruit, so there is some potassium, but it's not considered to be a high potassium beverage. Um, The other thing to think about is that you are consuming fluids, so trying to keep the amount you drink in check. And then the third thing um, that any kind of alcohol can affect your judgment. Uh, and so don't also, drive. Right, don't, don't drive. Um, and with diabetes, you know, don't drink on an empty stomach. So, so you know, try to have um, a snack, an appetizer before you drink or save your, your drink for the dinner and have it with your food. It is funny because when, when Lori was on dialysis, she actually had a bottle of tequila to her <laughs> arterial line. Oh, yes. Everybody that knows me out there in the community knows that I'm a big drinker. (laughs) Well, this is great. A lot of good recipes for uh, Thanksgiving. And now if they want more recipes and other renal-friendly foods, that Cooking for David cookbook is, you know, I was browsing through it. It looks fantastic. It is available um, online. You can go to our website, www.culinarykidneycooks.com. Oh, that's a cute name. That's great. And you can order directly. We do post a recipe from the book each week along with helpful hints that help you tie it into your diet. And uh, we're also available on Amazon.com, so you can um, order the book from either place. Well, thank you so much for coming in, and we wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, and same to you, you, Stephen and Lori. Honey, did you restrict your fluids today? Yes, dear. Did you turn your back on potatoes, bananas, and avocados? I took a quick peek and then looked the other way. Did you eat all your protein? Lovely weather we're having, isn't it? Honey, you know you need your protein because of the dialysis. Having a hard time with the protein? Do you loathe liver? Are you baffled at the massive amounts of beef? Are you terrified of tofu? Then try drinking your protein, and I'm not talking about liver beef tofu smoothies. Protein powder that you can buy at your local store is perfect and delicious way to get that protein when you need it. Just make sure you read the label. Low sodium, low potassium, and low sugar. You know the drill, so next time someone asks... Did you eat all your protein today? You can say... Not only did I eat it, but I loved it. I had a breakfast shake, and then I put some in my coffee, and then I made some muffins with it, and then I... There are protein powders out there that have as much as 24 grams of protein in just one serving. No sugar and low in sodium and potassium. So drink up and be healthy.
Well, I'm hungry. I don't know about you. I can't believe all the delicious recipes in that book for David. I want some of your carrot ginger soup this year. It is so good. I promise you. My famous two soups are my matzo ball soup, which I don't know if that's real. I love I love matzo ball soup. Right. And, and, and the other one is carrot ginger soup. You know, and I went to a restaurant. It's kind of like a health food, fast food restaurant in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they had carrot ginger soup. And it was good. But I'm thinking, you know what? I can make this better. And I made it. And everybody loves it. I'm selling it now out of my uh, back window. It's <laughs> kind of like a crack house, but it's a carrot ginger crack house. So we're going to have some a lot of recipes up on our website. Oh, and what is the website they go to? Um, well, you can get linked to all of these websites that we spoke about at www.rsnhope.org. And uh, if you have a question that you would like to ask us or a suggestion, um, you can send it to kidneytalk at rsnhope.org, and we'll uh, we'll read it on the air or we'll uh, try to answer it. Right. And, and, you know, please write in letters and, and encourage Lori to stop drinking so much. <laughs> we can control our own destiny. We can take charge of our health and ask questions about our medical options. We can form partnerships with our health care team. We can take steps towards self-improvement. We can be sensitive to the impact of our disease on our family. We can sing, dance, laugh, and enjoy our lives. We can appreciate today and look forward to tomorrow. We can help and support our fellow patients. We can pursue our hopes and dreams. We can make a difference. Support Network would like to thank everyone who has made this show possible. Kidney Talk's founding sponsor is Amgen. Generous support is provided by Roche Pharmaceuticals and Estellas. Friends of Kidney Talk are Abbott Laboratories, American Region, and Fresenius Medical Care North America. Thank you for helping us stream health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. Visit rsnhope.org for more information. The opinions, recommendations, statements, and advice contained on Kidney Talk are for information only. You should not use the information on the show to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without first consulting with a qualified health care provider. Please consult with your health care provider about any questions or concerns you may have regarding your condition or dietary regimen.